Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Look, real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can fill it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Shit, know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use, the culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah, revolving the art, the shock, oh, with it, keeping the beats on the block, don't miss it. Welcome to the city, stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paste better. The fix is in and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned into the fix. You're a source for faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry. It's your boy DJ Focus checking in. And it's your girl Dice Gamble checking in. Happy Monday, y'all. Yes, happy Monday. Yeah. Uh, we right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM mm-hmm. Channel 154. Uh, listen, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. The elders would say we are so grateful to still be amongst the land of the living this morning. If you woke up this morning in your right mind, with your right state of mind and no, no, nothing hurting. I promise yeah. you, for all my forty and over people, any day you wake over, wake up, and you ain't got no aches and no sore pains, and you can stand up and in one mind, you, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listen, we have a, a fun packed show again today. Of course, as always, you know our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And listen, I know all my sports fans have been going nuts uh, all night. Uh, we do know that uh, the superstar uh, point guard slash shooting guard, I already call it, he's really a shooting guard, uh, Kyrie Irving has been traded. Uh, the Nets traded him uh, to the Mavericks, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, in return, the Dallas Mavericks will receive Spencer uh, DeWittle as well as Dorian, uh, Dorian Finley-Smith and a 2029 first-round pick. Um, we know, um, oh, also multiple second round picks too as well. So, uh, we know Kyrie Irving, um, you know, shouts out to, uh, Kyrie. Um, uh, it's one of those things, Dice, when you understand that you're in demand, you know, you can kind of, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> say what you want, do what you want, kind of in a sense. I'm just being honest. It's a, it's a business side of it that, uh, sometimes sports fans don't like, but, uh, yeah, Kyrie is, a, uh, is one of the best guards in the league right now still. Um, we know he's done this at multiple teams. Well, listen, I'm from Cleveland, so you know, mm-hmm. I was upset when he did it when uh, we were on our championship run, had won a championship, and we're getting ready to possibly win another one back to back. But him and LeBron, for whatever reason, um, couldn't see eye to eye, so he asked to be traded from Cleveland. Was traded from Cleveland. Um, we know he left Cleveland and went to Boston. Uh, sat in Boston for a few years. Didn't like that situation. It seems like Dice asked for another trade. Send him to Brooklyn. Now we have uh, the same situation. He sat in Brooklyn for a couple of years. 
Now he demanded another trade, and now he'll be in Dallas. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens next with Kyrie Irving, um, how long he stays with be a Dallas Maverick, and, uh, you know, see where his career goes. I will say this. The years he did give us here in Cleveland, um, they were phenomenal. I'll be honest with you. He was a – I think he was a sleeper pick for us, even though we picked him number one. I don't think a lot of people thought he was going to be as good as he turned out to be. And, um, yeah, he did a lot of good things for the Cleveland – Cavaliers organization of course everybody knows him and LeBron won a championship here 2016 so but yeah this is uh, it's, it's you know it's 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 been driving everybody crazy all over the weekend so uh you know we finally got to lose yesterday uh that uh yeah he the trade finally went down because a lot of speculation he was supposed to be going to join LeBron in LA and possibly the Clippers uh and we know a couple other teams but yep Kyrie Irving is it's official he is a Dallas Maverick so let's see what happens now uh, with his career. Uh, any 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 thoughts? I know you you like basketball. Yeah, a little bit. no, no. That I just said I said uh, it's cold, so it makes sense. The trade makes sense. I agree. <laughs> 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 from, from north to south, okay. And uh, Spencer is no Kyrie, but um, I love you, Spence. But uh, anybody yeah. that gets Kyrie should be excited. I love Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I'm I just mad. Did. I didn't. I didn't get the jersey. I didn't get. The, I got the hat to your point, but I didn't get the jersey. So um, now I'm gonna have to pay more money. Yeah. And um, you know, no regrets. But you got to go where you feel appreciated, where you feel you're about to make some noise, where you feel you know you're gonna get to make some changes and be a part of a team that is open to you. And um, I mean, a lot of times we don't know why people feel the way they do on the inside. Like you just mentioned, as being a fan, you know, it's hard to be a fan nowadays. You know, when people have that ability to get traded or be, you know, kind of prompt the trading because you really want them in your city. Like you want to rally behind them. You know, you're buying off gear, you're buying the tickets, you know, you're getting the seats. You know, it's like my, my husband, oh, we getting, uh, we got to make sure we get our, our bull seats. And I'm just like, man, you're going to make me be there all season, huh? <laughs> yep. I'm showing up. I'm there all season, but we want to support. We want to support these guys. And uh, I'm definitely in full support of this trade, honestly. I think he's going to do great things in Dallas. And I give yeah. a, you know me, us more reason to go visit. Yeah, yeah I get you. I just want, I, I want Kyrie to sit still. I hope it, this is it. I hope he retires. <laughs> no, no. I, so I, I'm, I'm old school. I believe in the franchise player. And, uh, you know, I, I believe I believe in just, you know, longevity. I, I don't like people to hop team to team to team to team. It's, he can do what he want to do. But, yeah, it, personally, I, I hope this is it. This is third team. How many teams? This, one is this, this is his third team third and team. within six years. Let's be very clear. I don't even think I'm, it's been six years. Five years, maybe? It's okay. We got LeBron. How many teams he done jump? Well, see, that, that's ah, a whole, so look, nah, that's a nah, whole nah. other situation. Yeah, see, here we go. No, 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 because because that's the whole reason why everybody jumping teams, and I love Brian, but Brian messed this up to where the franchise tag player didn't have to stay put anymore. And I know a lot of people right. say, no, it was Kevin Garnett and, and uh, Ray Allen in Boston. No, no, no. Let's be very clear. They 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 wait. They waited till it was the end of their career before they went and they teamed up in Boston. LeBron was still at the peak and still had. <laughs> room to grow and get better when he said, no, nah, I'm going to Miami and then, you know, going to uh, mm-hmm. come back to Cleveland, then go to L.A. So, yes, this is why no one stays put anymore. So, no, I, you know, I, 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 I got to love hate uh, for the situation, guys. I got to love hate situation. For it. But listen, we, we definitely want to give you guys, make sure you guys up with that breaking news. Listen, we have a, a fun pack show. Of course, our spiritual detox today. Uh, listen, we're going to uh, chop up, chop it up with our brother Marcus Brandon. 
Um, he's the lead actor in the hit series Mayor of Kingstown on uh, Paramount+. Plus. Uh, he has a very unique faith story, so you definitely want to keep it locked for that uh, exclusive spiritual detox. And Dice got this real talk conversation on creativity today, Dice. What you going to do with that? What, what you talking about? Hey, look, we're inspiring creativity. We're inspiring all of our creatives. And uh, we're going to help get some people out of their rut or their stumps or their where they've been blocked creatively. We're going to give some great tips out there today, Focus. So for those of you who are listening and you've been needing some fuel to the fire, we're bringing it today. Yeah, we are bringing it. So take notes, text somebody, let them know right now, like fix is in. And we definitely don't want to be concerning creativity. So you don't want to miss it. Keep it locked. Absolutely. Let's get to some music. We're coming right back, getting right to it. Uh, we have music on the way from uh, GAA Sun Sun, as well as, yes, let's get some, uh, yeah, Tiana Gunn on the way, as well as Pastor Mike Jr. But right now, yes, I promise you, I want to play something else for this. This song is so bumper. Let's get into that KB Graves, that KB Graves right now. Oh, yeah. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. Yes, sir. You tune back into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And listen, it's time for our spiritual detox. It's the opportunity to talk with some super dope creatives, um, athletes, uh, actors, actresses, uh, artists, producers, any and everybody, man. Uh, you know, we can highlight them, share a little bit of their faith journey, but also share everything dope they have to offer um and uh today is a special one um you know we've been in our we've been in our bag a little bit recently just uh you know interviewing a lot of actors and actresses um because i think it's a lot of dope people um that are doing things behind closed doors who may not get their recognition yet but they on their way uh up and coming to the top so uh listen i want to welcome in man a super talented actor man uh who's been doing it at a high level for a great period of time my brother marcus brandon what's going on bro Oh, what's up, brother? Thanks for having me on the show, man. I appreciate the opportunity. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got a lot to talk about, man. You into a lot of stuff. Uh, listen, we always ask our guests uh, the first question out the gate. Maybe share a little bit of your faith story, your faith journey, man, and uh, how you see, you know, your spiritual walk and everything that you got with spirituality connected to um, what you do for a living. Oh, definitely. Um I think it goes back to be honest since I was a kid, man. I, I had a I grew up in a in a household where my father was uh somewhat religious growing up and he would take us to church and they would allow us to explore our spirituality in whatever ways we they felt we felt were fit for us. But I think my journey really took off when I had a really bad drowning accident mm. in my preteen years. And I mean, I went under the water. I must, I was, I was out for a few minutes. Like I was, I was basically, I was dead, dead. They had the CPR bring me back to life. And when I came back, I had none of my senses. I was, you know, blind, couldn't see. I, I, I could barely hear. I couldn't use my, my phone. I couldn't walk. Um, and even though I was a young age, I think from there, that was the moment where because of that experience, I really got reconnected to the universe, the world on my spiritual walk and understanding that life is about so much more and so much more than some of the trivial things that we worry about on the day to day. And from that moment, I wanted to live life as full as I could. And I felt like acting was always a passion and going into art, you know, you get to express your own song in many ways. And acting was the way that I could express myself. Uh, whether it was through different characters or emotions, 
And I never wanted to be restricted to just one life path. And with acting, I could play so many different characters. I could be a doctor one day, play a gangster the next day, be an NBA player and get to at least get a taste of what those may feel. And and from that moment, I was just like, you know, I'm going to live life to the fullest. Wow. I I thank you for sharing that. Um, I do want to ask, man, you know, going through that, listen, horrifying experience, man, of, uh, you like, like you say, drowning, um, how was your mental health after that though? Like, did it take you time to really like get back into it? I know you said, you know, you lost your sight. Um, I know that had to be like, you know, some physical therapy and everything you had to go through to get yourself back there. So walk us through some of that time. Like, I I think people need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it took some time, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of visits, uh, physical therapy visits, a lot of hospital visits and my parents, you know, uh, God bless them. I was so grateful for them to be my Messiah. And that was, that was a true, um, not a true oh. test. It was a true portrayal of unconditional love. Mm. And I really understood what it meant for somebody to have unconditional love for another. Mm. My parents sacrificed everything that was by my side the whole time, uh, supporting me and, and, and giving me back to life. Uh, and so I would go up there, my, my site, uh, I think it took like, um, uh, the site came back in a few hours, uh, but it was, you know, of course it was a little scary coming back cause, um, coming from one experience and then coming back into the world and not really knowing what happened to me, mm-hmm. uh, just knowing that, you know, I was with no senses and things. So it, it took a while to recalibrate and, you know, as a kid, that's just frightening. You know, as a kid, you already feel vulnerable in the world. And when you go to something that traumatic and you come back, you feel so vulnerable um, and so fragile. And I felt like I felt like I didn't know who I was or like I was born again as a different person. But at the same time, even though that could sound traumatizing, it was actually one of the most um, blissful experiences of my life Uh, coming back and getting this renewed energy and and getting uh reintroduced to this world for the first time again and and getting to experience a lot of things again and and seeing things it, it's it was not exactly like a firstborn but it felt like that in a sense because I got to really look at things through a different lens um see things that I didn't always see. If, even if it was right in front of my face before then, I never saw it like that before. Um, so I, I was grateful that I got to slow down. I got I got to realize that this world is about relationships. It's about that unconditional love. It's, it's about all those things, all these other trivial things. You know, we have to deal with from time to time because that's society, that's the world we live in. But I really, really started to cherish the, the people in my life. Listen, uh, I appreciate you sharing that story, and I, I want to shout your parents out, man. They're the real MVPs. Uh, you yeah. said some key words, man. You said relationships. You also yeah. said renewed, and you also said that love, man. And I would argue, man, that's what God is all about, man. I really yeah. believe uh, God with your angels. Uh, yeah. you, you know, use your parents as being angels and really yeah. being able to nurture you back, man. So, man, that's that's a huge, man. That's a powerful testimony, brother. Thank you yeah, for thank sharing you. that, man. Uh, I'm grateful you're here, man, because God ain't done with you. You you, you got a lot more work to do. So so yeah. talk about it, man. Listen, you had a very unique uh, upbringing. Um, if I'm not mistaken, you grew up, uh, your, your dad was in the military. You kind of traveled. Mm-hmm. You were in Europe at, at peaks. So talk about that. What was that? You know, what was that like? Like, you know, traveling, especially over yeah. in Europe. 
Yeah, man. Um, I didn't have the the most traditional upbringing for sure. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and the the military was, um, you know, a lot of people have their different perspectives on the military. But for my pops, it was a a way out from his humble beginnings. You know, he they didn't grow up with much. Both of my parents didn't grow up with a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and joining the military was a, was a way for my dad to to go on that adventure into the world and, and to improve his lifestyle. And he did just that. And he worked hard, uh, still a hard worker. And they worked so hard to get us to uh, a comfortable level, comfortable living. As, as mm-hmm. a family, as kids, you know, we never had to beg for anything. Um, you know, and if, if there's anything that we were missing, we didn't know we were missing because of that love and, and because of that sacrifice and hard work that they did to try to give us the best life uh, suitable. Um, so my dad being in the military, it gave us natural opportunities to travel the world, you know, and just pros and cons. But I got to move around like every two or three years. But I got to meet so many people in the world. I got to get exposed to so many different cultures. And I think that made me uh, more open minded. As a, as a human, and, and that was a, a, a blessing within itself, a benefit. And I even that I get to use in my acting career as an artist because there's not a lot of roles that I can't relate to because I man I didn't live in projects, I didn't live in trailer parks, I didn't live in suburbs, inner cities, uh, foreign countries. Like there's so many different environments that I grew up in, and I think they all play a part into who I became. Wow, that's amazing. I, I'm grateful, man, that you. You, you, you were able to take those experiences and, and learn what you need to learn in those experiences because because not everybody would have took the road you took. I'm just being honest, like some people yeah. would have rebelled against their parents or, you know, thought, you know, they wanted better or did other things that were probably, you know, not beneficial uh, to them doing. So I'm glad you were able to, you know, travel the world. So what, what was that like? Like, uh, talk to us a little bit more about like culture wise, like when you spoke, talk about the different cultures, like, did yeah. you, did, have you picked up different, uh, do you speak different languages or is English your only language? Uh, um, English is my main language, but, right. uh, I would say I'm conversational in, in German, um, okay. that we can get around, uh, enough to hold a conversation. And, but you see in countries like Spain and Netherlands and Italy and, and, and Germany and, and France at a young age, uh, and being exposed to seeing that the world is not just centered, you know, around America and, and that there's right. other ways that people live and other cultures and other things that people value. And, and it just gives you more of open eyes. But I can't deny the, the blessing. I mean, I didn't get to always grow up around like a friend from kindergarten, you know, or right. constantly around my, my cousins. Um, but I... I've been blessed to meet so many people because I traveled so much and I'm, I love traveling now. I still love to engulf myself in different cultures because I think the more people get exposed to these other cultures, the more they can relate to people and, and the more open-minded they are, you know, and the less mm-hmm. hatred they have as a, as a person because they realize that it's not just them in the world. And, and this world has a lot of different, a lot of different colors on the palette. <laughs> No, I, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I'm glad you brought up that hatred word. Um, I, w- I want to ask definitely, and I'll move past it after this. Did, did you experience any form of like racism or how was that growing up with, uh, you know, was your family received, you know, on these different bases or wherever you were staying while you guys were traveling? Or did you guys kind of come up against some of that scrutiny at times? Yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. You know how it is. Like, it, mm-hmm. 
It's just but, but that, that's a that's a different that's a different way though because you in Europe compared to America that's why I'm asking like yeah. I know, I know, listen I've never been to Europe I don't know how it is that's why I'm asking <laughs> well, well well to to, to let you know man this, this melanin is, is is received the same way around the world for the most part and, okay. And, there's different ways of countries expressing this racism and hatred. And I'm not saying, you know, of course, everybody's not like that. You can't look at uh, one person who hates you in the country and think that you can stereotype the whole country that way. But racism exists all around the world. And um, unfortunately, people look at somebody with with um, this melanin, this brown skin, and they, and they want to lower that person to try to feel better about themselves because they don't want to be at the bottom and unfortunately, that's how the world is. But it, it made my family strong. It made me strong. It's, it, it, you know, it made me a, a more fierce person and courageous person growing up. There's not a lot that I fear in this world. And I'm not saying fear is, is a problem. Sometimes fear is good. You can't be brave without fear. First, mm-hmm. you know? And but having those experiences growing up now. I can go out into the world and there's not a lot of things that I'm afraid to to face. But I will say there's there's a lot of um, I don't know what the best word, but toneless uh, countries uh, when it comes to racism. They don't always realize our ignorance level, a certain level of ignorance because they don't always realize that the community uh, requires certain things, even when it comes down to just, you know, hygiene and products. Mm. You know, there's, there's things that a certain race may need for their hair that a country may not offer because you know they predominantly they primi- primarily cater to themselves um so just seeing that but the world world has is slowly changing we still have a, a ways to go but um can't deny the progress I, I hope the world continues to open up i i admire the younger generations that are coming up i feel like they become more open-minded and you know hopefully it's a better place uh, for our kids and our grandkids. Absolutely. Listen, you're tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Listen, DJ Focus checking in. I got to go to a quick music break. I'm coming right back. I promise you, keep it locked. We're going to have more from Marcus Brandon. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus, you tap back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio. Listen, I still have my brother Marcus uh, Brandon on the line, man. Super talented actor. Uh, Marcus, let's talk about it, man. So, you know, you dove into, you know, being able to travel and your upbringing, man, uh, you know, in Europe and other countries. But, you know, you also developed uh, a little bit of skill in football a little bit, man. So talk about you being able to play football. If I'm not mistaken, I think you played outside linebacker at a high level, you know, for a few years in college. So talk about college life, man, you transitioning into, you know, playing football and uh, what you majored in in college. Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, I didn't start playing football until high school. And I just happened to, to be somewhat good at it, uh, good enough to get a scholarship to, to the school, Middle Tennessee State University. They won, um, won our conference championship there. Uh, we played some pretty good teams. Um, they're still, they're still a good school, great school. Um, uh, outside linebacker, it's, it really, gave me a way out as well, you know, to get a better life. I got a college education from it. And I pursued it professionally a little bit post-college. Uh, tried out for a few professional teams. Um, had the chance to continue playing in Canada. Had a great agent at the time. But I wanted to be an actor. <laughs> and I was like, this, this just wasn't my calling. 
And I was like, I think I'm done. And it wasn't about not being skillful enough or, or not being able to make it. It was just, this was not my path. And I, I was willing to accept it because I knew acting was it. How, when was that moment, though, that you kind of knew acting was it? Because you said something very powerful. I, I believe a lot of people get revelation of what their calling should be, but a lot of them do not submit to it and do it. So when was that moment where you thought, you know what? No, nah, this is this is what I'm supposed to do. I really feel like God going to use me in this way, in a powerful way, more than listen, let's go be let's be honest. Like a lot of people start in the Canadian leagues and they still able to make it to the pros. So you being able to turn that down, you had to feel really strong and really feel good about it. That that's what your purpose was. Yeah, yeah. I had a chance to play in Canada. I even had, I had some pro teams call me up for more trials as well. And I was just I was thinking about what my life would be like as a football player if I was to continue and just thinking about my health and, and what I want my future to be and you know football can be a, a dangerous sport um, yeah. as you know recent events show you that yes. and that just I was like this it just wasn't for, for me and I knew I have always wanted to be an actor and I, I kind of dabbled in it before college and um, I knew that I needed to be in New York City Mm. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I need to go all in. You know, I need I need to show God, I need to show the world, the universe that I'm going to show up for for myself. And even though I'm asking God, I know you can't just ask and be like, okay, now I'm just going to chill and lay back and 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 you handle that for me. <laughs> so I was like, I gotta I gotta do my part as well. You know, I gotta I gotta learn the skills. I gotta put the ten thousand hours in. I gotta put the work in. I gotta develop uh, and understand how this craft works uh, for for markets. And I was like, I need to be. And at that time, you know, it wasn't the internet. You know, I'm not gonna age myself, but it wasn't booming like it is now. You can just hop on YouTube or hop on Instagram and, and create right. a social media presence. So I was like, I need to be in the mecca. Of, of acting one of the Mexicans either LA or New York and New York was closer so I was like I'm going to New York I'm going to make it football is not the answer for me it's not the, the path it's not my calling but I know through acting because I know how much actors and film and TV touched my life as a kid and how it affected my imagination as a kid um, I knew that, that that's how I wanted to provide a gift to the world Listen, that's big and that's major, and uh, I agree with you. I actually played football too as well. I messed my knee up, so I didn't oh, go yeah. as far as you would have went because I messed my knee up. And I'm a I'm a little older than you. That yeah, they got a lot of they got the great medicines and great doctors now. Yeah. Back in the mid back in the mid nineties, we didn't have all these fancy doctors. Nah. I'm just being honest. So like, yeah, it was over. You got a major injury. Yeah, it was like uh, what factory or what uh, dealership yeah. you about to go work for. Yeah. <laughs> but something, something I heard you say, man, when you talked about you know uh, the sport was dangerous. I do want to uh, hear uh, your thoughts. What was the first thing, that, you know, um, your reaction when you found out, uh, like we all did, uh, the tragic uh, accident yeah. happened to Demar Hamlin? Like, what was what was your first initial thought? Um, Being a, a, a former player is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like, um, I was praying for his safety and 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 you know his health. That overall, because at the end of the day, it's it's, it's a game and, yeah. and it is a career. It's a it's a way for people to put food on their table, but. 
you know, it's not it's not worth dying over. <laughs> then, you know, and I was hoping that, that he he was come out uh, healthy again. And then my second thoughts was I, w- I was hoping that the NFL would take care of him. You know, and I know that's been controversy over the years. Um, yes, of how they they treat players and and how they make sure players are are taken care of when they're either injured or become veterans of the league. And I was hoping that, and I was glad to see them take action action on that. You know, it, it might have been due to some society pressure, which you know it has helped these days. But I'm glad action has been taken, and I hope they continue to change things because they need to protect them. I know I love the sport. A lot of people love the sport. Uh, it's a great gladiator sport. You know, we can't deny that part. But, you know, we have to protect the, the players that go out there and, and put the all in to allow us to watch and, and receive their gift. No, I agree. And I love the sport, too, as well. And I do uh, pray that uh, the players union and now everybody in the NFL, they do what's right by the players. Right. Um, they all need to be able to give retirement and some type of pension yeah. uh, off the top. It shouldn't be. They have to do X amount of years before they get it because you're right. Any any play, you could go out there and that can happen to any single player out there because it is a gladiator sport. So, right. yes, I agree. Listen, what's the what's what's the one thing you like so far? Um about acting that um, you know you didn't expect when you got into the industry like has there been something that you know whether it's through your, your acting your training and something that you know really was like oh wow I never really realized actors had to do this what's that one thing you think that kind of sticks out yeah um, I, had, I had a coach uh, Anthony Apes and he's one of my favorite coaches and, and a big part of who I am today as an actor and he he told me and he made me realize that we all have the the universe inside of that we're all part of of this universe the stars the sun and anything we want to bring to life is already inside of us mm-hmm. and learning how to tap into that uh, was one of the most amazing and therapeutic things i've ever experienced and, and i love pushing myself and i i love um seeing how far I can stretch my skills as an actor, you know, whether it's comedy or drama, but knowing that there's no limits uh, of of the art form was one amazing thing. And and understanding that we were, as actors, some of the earliest storytellers that ever existed in this world, you know, even back in caveman days, you know, people were telling stories and acting them out. Uh, Back in ancient Egypt, people were telling stories and acting them out. And I, I... grateful to be a part of that lineage and, and continue that art form what's that one thing you would want to change uh, you've been around a lot, you know enough you know i think you've been in the industry long enough now if you could change something um whether it be on the business side of it whether it be on the unity side of it of you know actors yeah. and actresses working together or talking together or helping each other in different roles what's one thing you would want to change i, I think uh, you kind of mentioned it the, the, making sure that actors don't go into this just for fame and glory that they understand the business side of acting because acting is mm. not just art. You're, you're, you become a business when you're an actor and understanding how to market yourself, understanding how to run your business. As actor, I wish they would provide more resources for young actors or any actor who's getting into the business to be aware of that side. That's good. So if you could give some advice to an up-and-coming uh, actor or actress, um, what would be some advice you would give to them if they're just now starting their career off 
um, something that maybe you learned that you like you just uh, mentioned that maybe, you know, you weren't shown this, but you had to learn it because you didn't have anybody to show you that thing. What's that one thing you would give to an aspiring actor or actress right now? Yeah, get your marketing materials in place, your headshots, your reels, getting class, um, your clips in, in place so that you can showcase your art. Um, get in class, learn. Don't just think you can just go out there and, and kill it. Maybe you're a natural, but every great trains, you know, and goes out there and trains. And um, make sure you protect your psyche. Acting, acting is, is a mental sport and it can be dangerous if you're pushing yourself, especially on the drama, dramatic side. As we know, there's a lot of fallen artists in, in the Hollywood world um, due to their, their psyche. So protect yourselves. Have you been able to, you know, build with some of, you know, maybe some of the bigger actors or actresses and and talk to them about that? Because I, I think I'm be honest with you, man, you, you sound really like motivational. Like, I feel like if you're behind the scenes, like when you're not acting and y'all just, you know, talking, I feel like you're trying to inspire people to be great. Seriously. I mean, you, you, you your spirit that. comes off like, you know, you know what? You, you got love for everybody. You want everybody to show love. And um, have it been times where you've been backstage and maybe an actor or actress has come to you for just some advice or something, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm always uh, receiving in a receiving mode for, for up-and-coming actors or actors who just have questions. So whenever it's in between a take and somebody wants to ask questions, I, I'm like, yeah, here's my, my email or my social media. Contact me. If you got questions, contact me. Um, I'll give you, you know, the basic blueprints to get started. If you ever have questions, reach out to me if I have the time. I respond because um, I believe we've all been there. You know, everybody, who, you know, regardless of the career you're in, you often seek a mentor or you have questions because everybody's lost in the beginning and it's hard coming up without somebody to guide you, you know, and I just and I want to be able to pay that for it. You know, what somebody gave me, I want to be able to give back as well. And I think that's just I believe that's the right thing to do. I think that's how we make our industry is better. I'm sure it's the same thing for you and in, in your industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the big thing about it is I love the fact that, you know, unfortunately, uh, you know, and, and you just spoke about it and I speak about it all the time. At times I ask that question because we, we can be toxic and, mm. and we, we hold information or we right. hold resources from somebody. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know where that crab in the barrel mentality came from, yeah. to be honest with you, like, yeah. especially in 2023. Like I, I could see, you know, in the older yeah. days, but it's like we're, we're past that <laughs> and we're too small of a community not to network, build and grow yeah. with each other. Like, yeah. I want to see you win. I'm just being honest. I want to see right. you win. Absolutely. Same. I'm, you know, so you should want to see me win and we yeah, should help each other. So let's right. let's talk about your, your latest role, man. Um, I definitely want to, uh, you know, talk yeah. about your latest role in mayor of the Kingston, uh, Kingstown. Yeah. Forgive me. Series uh, season two. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. Mayor of Kingstown. Man, what a journey. man! I, I went into the show. I, I'm not going to lie. I watched one of the episodes before my first audition because I wanted to get the tone of the show and I got hooked. And I ended up binging like the whole first season before I even got to my audition because the show was just the show was that good. It was that crazy. It was insane. It, it pulled me in. And um, it's not your your typical law prison show that you see was just, you know, just about violence. Things. They really touch on a lot of the uh, unfortunate sides of prison. 
of, of how you know people are mistreated how racism exists in prison and and what people are doing about it and and that lifestyle so it's so much more it's so many layers to it and so complex with so many great characters and actors on the show and i've been blessed to be there as Diedrich. i played the the lead of the bloods on the show rival to lead character of bunny and um this has been a blessing to learn from all of them you know and i've been there learning from uh jeremy renner and toby and, and michael beach and you know, i grew up watching michael beach on tv as a kid and that was the most surreal thing to, to see this man standing beside me you know we we're in the in the breakout and we're sitting next to each other in our casting chairs you know uh, it was very surreal um but he gave me some great advice uh, about career and uh, it's us all all around blessing it's been a wild ride and and this season is going to be insane second season is i'm telling you it's, you gotta watch it it's just gonna keep getting crazier and crazier i'm surprised what they can do taylor sheridan and, and stephen k and, and what the magic they're making happen over there is just beyond phenomenal listen we appreciate you man rocking with us uh this morning marcus man um like i say god speed man i pray to god continue to do a powerful thing in you man i really believe you know you might have to look into some motivational speaking later on man i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna put that in your spirit man because you do you do set the tone i feel like you one who said you walk in the room and you set the tone like people will keep you down you're like no nah, come on let's get up let's get this thing accomplished so uh yeah you know pray that, about man. that man listen uh dj focus i gotta go to a quick break i'm coming back with more keep it locked you're in the mix with the fix show yes sir it's your boy dj focus and dice gamble you tap back into the fix right here on holy culture radio right here on sirius xm channel 154 and uh yes and it's that time it's time for our real talk conversation and today uh yeah dice 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 got one for y'all today we're talking about creativity um how do you keep yours are you creative and everything uh that goes into creativity dice so i know um you know, you're you're a very creative person. Let me just give you your roses. Um, I, I'm coming up on a year of knowing my sis. Uh, in April to be a year, and one thing I will say, uh, <laughs> you ain't gonna say uh, my sis ain't creative. She does not wait on people. She's always thinking outside of the box. Look, she's she's trying to get me into this whole metaverse uh, situation. I know some of y'all might be familiar, but I, it's it's a new experience for me. Um, so yeah, I, I just want to give you your roses for just being creative and everything you do. In your writing skills, um, entrepreneur-wise, it, it, well, hold on. If you have not went to chhuniversity.com and bought you no merch, I don't know what you're waiting on, please. Uh, she has some of the most creative designs out there right now. Run them numbers up, so stop playing. And she is reasonably, uh, you know, she charges reasonably. You know, she, she ain't overpriced. You ain't got to pay $75 for a hoodie. Bless all those who charging it and, and getting it. But I'm just saying, you ain't got to pay $75 for a hoodie. But I just wanted to say all that to say that I, I appreciate you uh, open up this conversation today for Real Talk. Because I think some people do need to understand um, creativity. I would argue is a skill that you have to learn. But, you know, you you, you let me know. So where are we going with this combo today uh, with everything creative? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, those seventy-five dollar hoodies are on the way. Um, that's to cover. The, that's to cover the overhead when you get in the big warehouse, man. Um, but no, listen, I appreciate um, all the love. But a lot of people who are creatives—you're creative yourself. But sometimes people get in a rut. You know, uh, they have these blocks, these moments of time where they don't feel as creative, or they feel like, you know, hey, I'm not stimulated, or what's going on, or maybe I'm losing my, you know, my mojo. But 
You know, the Bible's very specific about your gift will make room for you and add no sorrow with it. So everything that we need, God has already given to us. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we stay up uh, and stay fresh concerning our creativity. You know, that falls on us. And so a lot of people don't know how to go rejuvenate that or re-stimulate that. And so I just wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that today because you have a lot of creative creative individuals out there who um, they just kind of give up on their dreams. And creativity oh, wow. needs, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we heard, you hear a story all the time. You hear the story all the time. I mean, you hear people, oh, you hear old people that have these great, great stories about how awesome they were at a thing. And then this happened or that happened. And I think one of the best examples for me, uh, focus a few years ago when the first Black Panther came out and the grandmother who was in there said her grandson had said, Hey, you know, for 80 years, you've been wanting to go act. Why don't you just go try out? You know, and then she landed the role. So she knew her, that she should have been an actress her whole life and was just mm-hmm. afraid until her grandson really pushed her. So it's like we have what we need to do the things that we've been called to do. And um, you, you just got to we don't have the time. I think this is probably the first thing we need to discuss concerning creativity. Got to give you the vision. He'll give you the end vision, but he doesn't tell you the time. You know, he might say now move on this, but there's no like at four Oh, oh, one, unless you have that specific type of prophecy come your way. So, um, you know, that's, it's in God's, no, that's, it's in God's timing. All things, all things are in God's timing. No, I agree. I, I, I think, uh, all things are in his timing. That's, that's a good point that you brought up, but you know what? I, I think for me, and I think you, you, you know, you're not afraid of this either. Something that helped me with understanding how to be creative, um, not being uh, afraid to fail at something. I think a lot of times people are afraid to even try something. You know, God maybe gave them a, a vision or an idea, but they're scared to act on it. And that's something that I think me and you, need, both of us share. Yeah, we, we you listen, we'd we be the first ones to say, you know what? It didn't work, but we're going to try. <laughs> we, we ain't going to sit back and just sit on that idea and be like, oh, I wish I would have done this five years ago. No, no, no. We're going to do it now. We're going to see if God, you know, wants us to do it. If he doesn't, it's okay. But absolutely. I think a lot of times the essential uh, point to bring up when you talk about creativity, like I say, is not being afraid to fail. You have to try. Well, it'd be fear versus faith for me. Um, That's good. I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't think, I mean, no Christian should have. That's why I said I can't, I can't talk, I can't talk about anybody else, but I'm just talking about from my, from my, my, uh, religious view you know we are to walk in faith walk by faith all things are faith so it's like this i'm glad you brought that up because this is another point concerning creativity a lot of times creative people are when you're to create something it doesn't necessarily mean that thing is going to come to fruition right then that's good a lot of times it's god testing our faith to see if we believe what he showed us and that thing might come along six months from now it might come along six years from now but god is just trying to see like do you believe what I'm showing you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to move in it? Are you ready to walk in the circles of people that I'm gathering together for you to help you with that idea, that business plan, that venture, that tour, whatever it is you're putting together. So it it starts with us really walking in faith, you know? So um, like I said, in timing, I would say faith would be next. And then also seeing if our idea, our vision is really ours. Sometimes you can have an idea that people put on your life. And I've, 
uh, I've had this happen to me and I just quickly kicked it off. But a lot of people look up and they call this a, a midlife crisis. You know, if, if you're young, you typically don't worry about it. But as you start to get older, trust me, you have this defining moment of what is my life? What does it look like? Am I doing what I feel I should be doing or am I doing what everybody else has just had me doing? You know, that I spent mm. my whole life just paying bills because that's all I thought my life was you know, raising the kids or, you know, taking care of, you know, my parents or whatever it is. But it's like these things can hinder your creativity at times. So it's important for you to have breakaway moments where you're like, okay, now this is my breakaway weekend or this is my breakaway day or this is where I get the babysitter or this is where we go on vacation for two weeks, you know, or I just, for me, focus, I tell my husband, I'm going to a hotel. I got to go right. I got to tap out. I can't do it at home because I have everything. I got everything here at the house that is a total distraction <laughs> total distraction mm-hmm. for me being creative so it's like you have to have those breakaway moments where you're like no i gotta get away and and you really have to protect yourself and let somebody know where you are you know but just say hey i need five hours i might need five days to finish the book i'll be on the beach in playa del carmen this is the hotel i'll be at you know check mm-hmm. on me you know but i ain't answering my phone send me an email you know i'll send you an email Every five hours, if I don't call the police, but it's, it's like you have to put, you have to put things in place <laughs> to say, yeah, I mean, you really do. Like your creativity is important. God gave each and every one of us a very creative mindset. Um, we are designed in his image. God is very creative. Everything. Around, I mean, I, I trip when people say they don't believe in God only because I'm like, have you seen a butterfly, a butterfly, wow. a rhinoceros, a zebra, mm-hmm. the moon? Like who is make who's making this? Who's making this? Very creative guys. So it's like we um we You know what I, I you know what I tell children. them when, when they don't believe in what? God? What? I say, have you seen my <laughs> nah, listen, I ain't gonna say it. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen my wife? <laughs> I know there has to be a Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> She's beautiful. You as I say you lucky. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you skipped the line on blessings. Somebody went to the Look. bathroom and then you was like <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he, he he heard my cry. I was crying <laughs> out in the in the middle of the night. He heard my cry. Thank you, Lord, for my wife. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. No focus, you're right. Um, and then our blessings a lot of times are wrapped up in our creativity and just how we go about things in life. So it's important for us to kind of spend some time. I'd say in prayer, definitely some prayer and some meditation. Really asking God to show you, God, where where what are my creative areas? It could be that you just bake cakes very well. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't have to be like, and this is another thing. Stop comparing your creative side to other people's creative side. People like, especially for mm-hmm. me, folks, I hear people, oh, thanks, you're so creative. Trust me. I know. I've been this way since I was born. It has nothing to do with me trying to be that way. That's just the way God made me. You know, I think I was in a newspaper when I was five years old. So this has been my life. But your creative right. thing might be how well you are able to put words together on greeting cards during Christmas for your family. So it's like, as you know, Christmas is coming up. All right, I'm going to go ahead and start getting the paper, making my Christmas cards for my family event before Christmas gets here. So it's like really just using all those areas of creativity to bless other people because the creativity is not for you. It is for other people. You better bless others. So, yeah, it's important that we manage that. Listen, you brought up something very valuable. I I share the same um, 
um, experience when you talk about uh, my creative juice. I create better when I'm in quiet places. So I have mm-hmm. never uh, went off uh, to like a hotel like you went, but uh, you know, and you know my man cave. I, I go down in my man cave. And I'm able to sit down there and I'm able to write. I'm able to listen to music. I'm able to, uh, you know, start journaling and writing topics out for the show. It, it just comes to me in quiet places. And I think most recently, shouts out to God. Let me tell you what God to do. Um, he's starting to give me different brainstorm um, ideas and just different things while I'm exercising now, Dice. So, you know, I started this uh, fitness journey and I've been going mm-hmm. to the gym. So now, mm-hmm. even when I'm on the treadmill or just walking around the track, I promise you, God is just planting stuff in me, man. I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, okay, well, maybe we should do this. All right, let mm-hmm. me let me run this by that. Let me run this by Dice. Or, you know, all right, I'm, I think we should bring this segment in. I think this is mm-hmm. what God is telling me to do right now. So just uh, in the midst of uh, me trying to get my body together, God opened up something else to now where I didn't even think I could have that time to where not only am I exercising my physical body, but now too as well, my mental and everything that we do that we put into this show, I'm getting ideas. I'm getting different creativity ideas and juices mm-hmm. from just exercising and, and having that time on the track. So I think that's very key. The other thing I want to point out, and I promise you, uh, this is something um, that who, who showed this? Somebody. I was out of town with somebody my six years ago, and I never, uh, I never even uh, paid attention to how you can draw creativity from traveling different places. Mm-hmm. Like you said all the time, Dice. You know, going around, experiencing different cultures, mm-hmm. um, having different conversations with different people. It's, it's a lot of creativity that comes out of those conversations. Like, oh, I never saw it from that perspective. Now, okay, how can I apply it to what I need to do or how can I use it? So just traveling and going different places and being in different circles and networking and building that in itself. Uh, I've, I've been able to experience some different creative juices too as well. And I know you probably have too as well. You, you've been all the way around the world. Let's be very clear. I know you, you've drawn inspiration and creativity from all types of uh, cultures, people, uh, experiences, traveling, just seeing the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been a blessing and I wouldn't be who I was without it. You know, I think for me, a lot of times that's why I'm able to defend certain things or I speak up about certain injustices or races or um, religions and things like that is because, hey, you know, the more cultured you are, you have a better understanding. And it's like, hey, with all that knowledge and all that wisdom, the Bible is very specific. Get an understanding about what you're seeing and hearing and experiencing in life. Um, oh, this is a big one for me. And I've had this happen to me about three times in life. If God shows you your creative part or shows you something that you can do and only you can do, uh, go ahead and do it. Because if not, it, it'll get passed on to somebody else. And that That's idea nice. that, oh man, you'll look up and you'll look on TV or you'll look in your circle and you'll be like, God, show me to do that like five years ago. And I just was like, yeah, you know, but whatever mm-hmm. the Lord wants to get done, he's going to get done. So it's like, he's not going to wait on you or it's not ever going to not happen. It's going to happen. You Thanks. know, but if you, if you get that opportunity uh, go ahead and walk in confidence, you know, and like I said, protect yourself, get away, don't walk in fear, you know, and make sure you go ahead and get those creative juices going, write that vision and make it plain. For sure. For sure. Yeah, that's good. Listen, we're talking about creativity today. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to keep it locked. Uh, we go go to a quick music break and coming <laughs> right back. Listen, uh, we got new music out right now. You know what? I, I, yeah, let's let's get some of that new uh, our brother. Um, 
three, the soul uh, trapper okay. with that uh, on go. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. Yes, sir. DJ Focus Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 154. And uh, we're in the middle of our real talk conversation. And uh, yeah, this is a good one today. We're talking about creativity. Um, do you have it? How can you get it? Um, I, I think we, we should talk a little bit about um, connecting with creative people, Dice. You mm-hmm. know, something that I always feel like is very, very resourceful um, is having like these creative like little um, like mixers, I call them. And sometimes it can be like, you know, via Zoom. Sometimes mm-hmm. we can meet up and go get lunch or, you know, go get coffee. But I think um, a lot of times, you know, creative people need to be around creatives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think we're getting better at this, but I think we I think there's room to grow, especially as believers. I don't know, um, you know, about your experience, but my experience is sometimes that sometimes creatives are reserved. Uh, myself included on what they you know want to talk about in these creative meetings and stuff mm. um unfortunately because of you know people stealing people's ip mm. and, and everything that goes into that dice mm. you you know we're constantly battling that you helped me in this area we were just talking off air i was like pray for me uh, dice brought up a good a good topic to talk about but i said no nah, let's pray for me let, let me let me let me sit on that for a minute <laughs> before we uh talk about it but but with being in these creative spaces with creatives do you draw good energy on topics or just different creative processes and steps that you need to take for you individually as well as collectively is that something that you feel like is you know we should have more of those uh, like creative huddles well i mean if we're talking about all things biblical that will be matthew 18 okay. and 20 she we always don't dice us two or more are gathered yes god is in the midst so it's like if i want to be in the best in my best way um yeah let me go get around somebody else who got the same mindset you know we, we always talk about spirit recognize spirit like yes th- it's just that's how god works you know and obviously if we're talking about all things universe it's the energy that we have within us and when it connects it just it's better or or there's a defining line there that says, oh, no, we're not doing things like that. So it's like it's going to be a win win for you either way when you go and interact with people. I think um, some people have had bad experiences, but you yes. can't stop when you have one bad experience, you know, one bad show, one bad promotion, one bad manager, one bad experience with business. Like you have to say, OK, that is that was not for me or that was not the person for me. And uh, I still believe God and whatever the Lord has for me. So I got to go to the next person and interview the next person, go to the next job, go to the next event, you know, show up at the next show. And you got you just got to got to be different. And this I think the creative walk is not perfect. And that's why I love creative. I love artists, musicians. We sacrifice everything, you know, not because it's a it's a perfect thing, but because we know there's something inside of us that God needs us to get out. So we're like, we're going to do this one way or the other broke poor sleeping on the couch you know halfway homeless we know we have to get that creative juice out so um you know yeah it is important to have your groups for me i i'm good with people for mm, four hours and then i have to decompress because i'm sensory so this is this is something i wanted to bring up not to skip your uh, next uh bullet point focus but i'm very very sensory so um some people are like um what do they call it anti social i'm not anti-social but i pick up everything from sound touch mm. you know like i'm very um 
I don't know. It's just easy. It just, it's colorful. That's how I create, you know, I can hear everything in the house, you know? Um, so I have to, after I've spent a lot of time with people, I have to go not be around people mm. for like twice as long as I was around people. But it took me a while to figure that part out. It's like, no, I love people and I'm not antisocial, but I have to unpack every single thing. Um, that's just how God made me. It's like, I got to unpack every conversation every interaction you know everything you know i'm getting writing and i'm hearing lyrics i'm hearing music songs and i gotta make sure i write it all down so i don't lose it <clears throat> but anyway so yeah but you just got you gotta learn it's the senses right you gotta learn you know what kind of what environment stimulates me you know what environment makes me nervous you know what environment has me thinking you know so you ain't never like nervous environments that make you nervous. You are funny. Well, when I, when I mean by nervous, I mean like maybe I don't feel comfortable here. You know, okay. like, you know what I'm saying? Like like that. So I'm not, you know, I ain't scared of that. But um, no, so, I mean, you just got to learn who you are. And it's not going to be perfect. And uh, be, be guard your heart. I, I want to mm. say that concerning creatives. Like, mm. you know, be careful what you're intaking. If you know you're supposed to be doing rock music, why would you sit there and listen to jazz and R&B all day? You know what I'm saying? Like, learn your learn your space. Perfect your skill set, you know? Do your research. Figure out what it is you're supposed to be specifically. And like I said, don't compare yourself, so. No, that's yeah. good. No, I, I think, too, as well, uh, something that helps me to be creative. Have fun with it. Yeah. Like, I think sometimes we're too serious, Dice. I mean... <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Seriously, like sometimes I, I think creatives are too serious. So mm. sometimes, like when I'm 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 drawing some uh, content for the show, like I have my moments in there where I'm just like, you know what? I find something funny out of uh, maybe uh, some content. Like especially when you talk about creating uh, content and being a creative. Come on now, mm. there's so many just many bloopers. It, it, you know, got it. It'll, it'll pop in my head like, oh my goodness. I remember when I messed up, I said that line. I wasn't supposed to say that line or, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I missed a, uh, mispronounced somebody's name on the show. Um, mm -hmm. That gives me a different energy from just having fun creating and knowing that I'm an imperfect person and God is still using this imperfect person to create something beautiful. And, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, I think that's what it is, just having fun and understanding uh, the creative process. So that's something that I say. It's almost like uh, channeling that inner child in you. You know, when you were mm -hmm. a child, you know, you were growing up and, you you know, you you would do everything. I, mm -hmm. I, I really feel like kids have it better than adults because at a, at a child's age, you know, five, six, you know, all the way up to a teenager, you try everything you can think of. You you, you know, you want to be this. You, you, uh, for, for the uh, OGs out there, uh, we used to build go-karts or clubhouses. Uh, you know, we in the backyard doing this, doing that. You know, we got into graffiti and, 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 and airbrushing and spray painting and stuff like that. So it was just so many different things mm -hmm. that I just remember just having fun. But in the process of having fun, we were creating things. We were making things. We were mm -hmm. just doing things. So sometimes I have to go back to that inner child and say, you know what? No, I'm going to have some fun while I'm creating this real talk topic or why, you know, let, 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 let. We, we do it all the time in uh, interviews. We try to bring out a mm -hmm. funny point when we're mm -hmm. interviewing somebody, you know, to, mm -hmm. to kind of break up that monotony so it's not so such serious interview. No, no, let's let's bring some fun out of it. So yeah, channel that inner child, I would think, guys. That's <laughs> no, perfect. Doodle. I doodle all the time. Yes. I, I doodle, I, I color. Like we, we have we just we have games down in the look I said we have games in the man cave. I have games in the man cave. I put there intentionally. So I can Ooh, let me talk to LJ. I can't wait to talk okay. to LJ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, trust me, getting outside of your regular routine to help, you know, get those juices flowing. 
um, that's super, super important. And I like how you said the inner child in me. It, listen, take notes too. I take yes. notes on your phone. Like I, I utilize my note section, my, um, is it my note, whatever the purple one is. And then, and then a little yellow one with the lines. Like I text myself when I have an idea and it doesn't have to be something magnificent and brilliant. Like I think it goes in line with your, you don't have to take everything so serious. It could be like the goofiest thing, but t- write it down, write it down. It might really be something for you to have in the future. And, um, yeah, don't lose it. Don't lose it. But I, the timing thing, focus. I think that oh, timing is super important. Yes. Um, man, don't miss that timing. So I have this book, it's called The Shapelies. And um, a friend of mine, Marcus Williams, he drew this, he drew my characters up for me mm, in 2012. Yeah, no, it, probably in 2012 officially. Um, I had the idea, God gave it to me in 08. And the other day I was on Netflix and I'm looking at cartoons. Lo and behold, there is a cartoon. It's not called The Shapelies, but they are shapes. No way. On God, my grandmother and my mom, who's not dead yet. So I was upset. I was up here kicking myself and I was like, honey, look at this. This is insane. And so that, that's my point is like, I knew a long time ago I should have moved on that. I got the idea. I wrote it down. Now, here's the deal. I have the book. I can still do my book. But just the, the concepts are so super close. And mind mm. you, I have not released the book. And I kept holding on to it. I wrote it. Um, one day I asked Ty Scott's friend. She's an editor out in California. I was like, what do I need? And she's like, okay, you got to get your blurbs together. And, and this was, I promise she focused probably like 2013. And I said, okay, I'm on it. I'm going to do 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 it. Bro, picked my face up and literally was sick for 24 hours the other day just looking at the tv and i'm like wow so i'm gonna have to make sure that our likeness there's a a clear you know defining line there between our likeness and this now cartoon and i was like thank god mine is faith-based and mine mine is a rhyme you know what i'm saying so it's like and i and i had posted it i made a post when uh when we finished the cover so I'm like, thank God I have some timestamps of when I've done my thing and when I uh, registered, you know, the name and things like that. But still, too close for for comfort. It's also mm. saying timing. Like when God says do something, I beg y'all, do it. Same That's thing true. with CHH University. Why am I starting a business during in the middle of COVID? Knowing nobody can tour. I can't tour. Can't go nowhere. Can't buy buy nothing. But I already knew I wouldn't be on this show if I hadn't done that. Yeah, you know, I needed I needed a product. I needed Trig to be like, hey, can you give some stuff away? Oh, by the way, uh, one of my homeboys needs a co-host, or you know. So it's like when God says do something, do it. Like now I move with a ready yes, ready yes. God says go, ready yes. It doesn't even have to make sense. Ready yes, yes God, yes God, yes God. So you gotta move in that vein before somebody else uh, says I'll take it. That's real. I'll take it. So. That's real. Yeah. I, listen, that's 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 well said, and you're absolutely right. Um, you you, ha- you have to be bold enough to move. Um, you know, in, in a speed. So the thing with with moving uh, and, and understanding this guy's timing, um, you, you have to be positioned. I, I would argue you are already set up, like you said, to where mm-hmm. you are ready for that next big thing. You position mm-hmm. yourself. You heard from God. You 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 made sure you submitted to what you, what He told you. You mm-hmm. acted on it. You set up the business. You had mm-hmm. the business running. Absolutely. Opportunity came your way. You were able to seize that moment. And I'm grateful because, mm-hmm. uh, yes, uh, you have been nothing but a blessing to the show. I think, too, as well, as a creative, you know something else, and we we know this. 
um, but I don't think a lot of people think this way. You have to create way more ideas than you possibly need. Like sometimes if you don't have enough created uh, on the idea side, you, that could that could hurt you. That could hurt you big time because uh, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're creative, you're constantly trying to create new new uh, content. You're constantly trying to put out new things to talk about. So, mm-hmm. you know, my pet peeve is I always try to have five or six uh, of anything. So that way I'm ready. Topics to talk about. Interview questions mm-hmm. uh, to think about or, or, you know, prepared to say. Um, you know, you should see uh, me and Dice's preparation. It's ridiculous on how we prepare for interviews, how we prepare show prep. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. we talk about scriptures and, and uh, book references and life applications mm-hmm. that we, we put into this. It's a lot to, to goes into it. So I'm saying you need to prepare to have more than not enough because it's, it's better to have more than not enough. Because if you don't, uh, you'll find as a creative, you can go into little funks and you'll you'll be messed up. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would say don't worry about the cost and, and I mean what I mean by the cost is um, how much you think it's going to cost if, yes. if you have to be creative and you see that idea and, and it's within your wheelhouse to create that idea mm-hmm. create it maybe even on a small scale you know um, if you have a business and you see hey I should have a, a I don't know I should be doing t-shirts do one t-shirt first we have yeah, one t-shirt good. first CHH yes. University had no other ideas just the one it's like, mm-hmm. okay, God, let's move with this one. Um, and keep it on a small scale, a scale that you can afford to where you're not uh, going to lose your house or your car. You can't pay your bills because you're so busy trying to create this thing. You know, like, be, be protect yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, just be a good steward, I guess is what I'm trying to say. You know, be, yeah. a, be a good steward and do what you can within that that area. Somebody's there to bless you. Somebody, when they see your idea... Yes. Trust me, uh, money don't grow on trees, and God blesses people through people. I said again, God blesses people through people. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and write that vision and make it plain. Show it to somebody else who you know they're gonna run with it. They're gonna be like, okay, this is where we are. This is what we're doing. Yes, okay, I got the money. You know, God's been telling people to sow. You know, that's how I've been able to do every mission trip. You don't you don't pay for it yourself. Somebody else pays for it. Somebody that God has already said, hey, you need to help somebody. Help somebody else. And people, as soon as they see your vision, they're like, oh, I need to give to that. Yeah. No, I, I need to give to that. I connect with that. God put that on my heart. I've been waiting to bless somebody. So don't be afraid. Go ahead and create. Absolutely. Listen, we started this show right here with a four channel mixer. Let's be very clear. And a little um, and, and a mic, a mic that was given to me from um, the praise leader at my church. Let's be very clear. Let's so, go, so, 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 I, so to your point, counting the cost, if you believe in yourself and God's giving you a vision, uh, don't make excuses, make adjustments. Once again, we go. started this show online with a four channel mixer. I didn't mm-hmm. even have a laptop. Let's be very clear. I used mm-hmm. my cell phone. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give you all something to tell you about creativity. I had a mm-hmm. four channel mixer. I had a cell phone and I had a mic that my praise and worship leader had given me. Forgive me. The elder from the church had given me to mm-hmm. use. I went and bought a stand for the mic. I was able to buy a connection uh, that would uh, be a USB piece from my cell phone that hooked to the four-channel mixer. So I that way I was online for uh, the broadcasting, talking through a mic, literally playing music from my phone, using the Wi-Fi from my phone on this four-channel mixer in a little room. So once again... You can, it's, it's creative ways of doing it. Don't make excuses, make adjustments. So I just want to bless y'all. That was eight years ago. And, and tell wow. me what God won't do. We right here on Sirius XM Radio right now, eight years later. So don't tell me what God won't do. He said, if you just have a little, 
I, I bless the rest <laughs> and stay consistent because that's all I did. I yeah. promise you, that's all I have ever done. I've stayed consistent mm-hmm. and I've, I've stayed uh, faithful to what God has told me to do. So listen, I want to share that with y'all before we get out of here. We got to go to a quick break. We're coming back with closing thoughts. Oh, this was so good, Dice. We're going to have to have part two of this. Keep it locked. You're yeah. tuned into The Fix. And the fix is in. Yep, you tune back into the fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Listen, mm-hmm. we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Another blessed Monday. We appreciate y'all waking up, waking up with us again. Oh my goodness. Uh that creativity talk was off the chain today, Dice. I gotta I gotta give you roses. Uh you brought up a lot of good points about creativity. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. I mean, being a creative. I just want to bless some people, help some people, give them some tips. I hope it helps some of you guys. And uh, y'all can give us the feedback too. Go ahead, inbox us, DM us, email us like you usually do. And uh, let us know. But um, no, continue to stay creative. Use everything God has given you. Uh, It's definitely a gift if you can see something that isn't there already. Because I had a um, guy tell me one time, everything you see once wasn't. It took a creative person to bring it into this realm you know right. and uh, it was just a good conversation that day I mean I think we were sitting in a classroom and he was like that chair that desk you know this room it took a creative person to say I see it it isn't it isn't there right now but I see it you know and so just um, I don't know I hope I hope today's talk really honored those creatives who continue to create whether it's art history buildings highways things like that you know we need you we need you and God is tapped into you and trust you with that vision so it's an honor to be a creative absolutely yeah it is it is and it's never a dull moment that's the beautiful thing about being a creative it's never a dull moment um you're always looking to create something new like i said i thank god um for this platform that we're on right now but also just Mm -hmm. the the fixed radio show itself you 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 can't tell me i wasn't uh, god wasn't using me to be creative (laughs) <laughs> when I started this thing off with that four channel mixer, a cell phone and a, and a, and a used mic. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, you can't tell me God will take that little thing that you have and he'll bless it. And uh, eight years later, you know, you have what you have right now. You got DJ focus. You got dice gamble. You have us right now here on Sirius XM. Uh, Holy Culture Radio representatives, and uh, we're on other platforms too as well. And it's a blessing that we get. And I say that very, very humbly. We get the opportunity to be on this platform and other platforms to be able to uh, speak words of encouragement, be able to share the gospel, be able to share this music that I know impacted my life and, and impacted your life. You are part of this culture, Dice. So I appreciate all everything you've given to CHH. Uh, shouts out to CHH University. I ain't gonna tell y'all no more. Go buy some merch. Stop playing with my sis. Go buy some merch. She got mugs. She got uh, she she got uh, everything. She got hoodies over there, crew necks. She got snapbacks. You know what I'm saying? She got little stickers. If you want stickers, she got everything. That's right. right. Go to CHH University seriously because when we talk about creativity, Dice is very creative in in her designs for her merch. Let's be very clear. That's one thing that always sticks out when I go to her website and I look at her merch. It's Mm -hmm. different. It's unique. Mm -hmm. It's not the same Christian stuff that you would see on different brands. So Mm -hmm. once again, since we're talking about creativity, go to Mm -hmm. CHH University today. Please buy some merch. If -hmm. you say, uh, you know, you heard it on the Fixed Radio Show, she might give you a little discount. She might give you a little discount. Pray for for that. Pray for that. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, speaking about all things creative and it being Black History Month, there are two ladies that uh, 
we can't get out of here without mentioning the first Sylvia Robinson, the mother of hip hop, actually focuses what she's called. Thanks for the uh, reminder on this one. She was an American singer, record producer, record label executive who has achieved much success on the R&B charts, um, especially in 1957 with Love is Strange. And she's half of the group, Mickey and Sylvia. But um, she was born and raised in Harlem, New York. Shout out to Harlem. Um, she's a made baby. And she helped to co-found Sugar Hill Records, which we all know, focus as the great group. Sugar Hill. Bada Sugar Hill gang. Sugar Hill gang. Bada boom, boom, boom. So um, just shout out to uh, her and Joseph Robinson for really, I guess I could say probably starting the hip hop record label game. You know, nobody else was really doing that. Uh, persons of color, should I say. <laughs> so and then also the one I wanted to add uh, is Miss Phyllis Wheatley, which everybody knows is an American author who was considered the first African-American author of a published book of poetry born in West Africa in 1753. And she died in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, but yeah, just a sister who was known as one of the first writers of since it's poetry, I'm going to say hip hop. So shout out to those two beautiful, beautiful black women. And uh, there's some black history facts for you guys. So if you want to find out some more, just get to Googling. Listen, that's amazing. Um, the, 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 the young lady you just spoke about uh, who wrote the po- who wrote a lot of the Phyllis poetry Wheatley. books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Phyllis Wheatley. Um, I remember writing, I had to write a, 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 a a report on her and I remember mm-hmm. her gift you talk about her gift made room for her to get free she was emancipated because mm-hmm. she was such a dope writer a lot of oh, people no. don't know she was mm-hmm. she was a slave unfortunately I, I don't like to talk mm-hmm. about it but I only remember this because I wrote a report on it she was a slave and because mm-hmm. of her uh, writing it got her emancipated to where she was freed from being a slave and yeah she went out and wrote a lot of more dope books after that not oh, only just poetry but yeah, yeah. <clears throat> So she was super dope. The, en- the enslaver's son had a crush on her. So, oh. listen, y'all got y'all got to use what you got. So he knew she was a good poet, and he knew she was a great writer. And so they had a trip to London, and uh, that's when he had uh, fought and kind of put some things in place so she could become free yes. to go, you know, release all those great things. That's why I'm like, we talked about creativity today, focus. That's why it's important. Think about what she didn't have. Yes. She she did not have the luxuries that we have, but inside of her was this creative part that just kept telling her to write. Right. Yes. Right. Right. She got cool enough, you know, with the son and started sharing things with him. And he was just like, Wow, you are gifted, you're talented. And the first opportunity I see to get you into a place where you can share this with the world, we're doing that. So it's like <clears throat> one thing about Black History Month, and I often say this and I'm gonna leave on this note, is Blacks in this land, a lot of us got here because of enslavement, but we were free because not just because we had black people on our side, we also had white people on our side. So yeah. every white person isn't evil or the devil. Like there would be no movement or no, like even in the 1960s, you know, with the civil rights movement, there wouldn't have been a civil rights movement without people that weren't colored. Right. So everybody, everybody here in America didn't agree to slavery. And thank God that we have people that have hearts and heard from God and was like, nah, this ain't, this ain't right. You know what I'm saying? And we got to shut this down. So, um, but anyways, 
it's still Black History Month. So shout out to Sylvia, <laughs> shout out to Phyllis for being a strong women of color who just went against the grain, but they knew that they had something to do. They trusted God and they did it. Yeah, that's, that's huge. It. Yes, they did kill it. Um, Shouts out to the queens out there doing positive things and been doing mm-hmm. positive things for, you know, years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's mm-hmm. what's up. Mm-hmm. Listen, we, we also want to shout out our brother, Marcus Brandon. Um, if you missed that spiritual detox, you uh, definitely want to hit that rewind button. The man has a mm-hmm. powerful testimony. He is the lead actor on uh, the series, the Paramount Plus series, Mayor of Kingstown. Um, if you haven't seen that series, go check the series out. Y- 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 you know what? And don't be DMing me and, and uh, messaging me. Y- y'all stop acting like y'all so safe that y'all don't watch what these happens? programs and these TV shows. No, no, no. Because they be, you know, they be DMing us and, you know, and messaging me and all this stuff. Why you got such and such on here? Da, 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 that ain't a Christian film. No, I get it. It's not. Yeah. So this series, you know, it, once again, watch at your own discretion. I'm not uh, mm-hmm. telling you to watch it, you know, saying if you can't handle it. So if this is something you can probably handle, it's not over the top. But I know some things ain't for everybody. But mm-hmm. if you want to check out uh, his new uh, series, uh, the hit series on the Paramount Plus series, uh, it's called Kingston, uh, Mayor of Kingston. He is the lead actor in it. And uh, it is a good series. I won't tell you what it's mm-hmm. about. I'll let you watch it mm-hmm. for yourself if you want to watch it. But I do want to shout out, uh, like I say, Marcus Brandon. Powerful testimony. Uh, the man got to uh, really know Christ for himself. Um, the man almost drowned. And he mm. didn't really even believe in God to that level until, you know, he was brought back to life. The man said he was pronounced dead. Mm-hmm. And was brought back to life. And that right there made him want to have a real authentic relationship with God for himself. He knew it had to be a higher calling, a higher being. He said he always went to church as a young kid and, you know, knew there was a such thing as God, but didn't really have an authentic relationship until he experienced that near life to death situation. So um, we love to have powerful testimonies like that to show you what God will do and how God will soften someone's heart and how people can get real relationships uh, from different things so definitely shouts out to him we're going to have more of those interviews coming up for you guys so uh, our spiritual detox for this year oh my goodness this lineup dice I don't think they are ready but I'm going to tell them get ready and uh, <laughs> yeah just continue to get ready because they're going to keep coming in uh, we want to continue to have these conversations and we want people uh, in other industries outside of music the music industry to come over here and share their faith journey mm-hmm. come over here and be able to talk about spirituality and how they're able to navigate through you know the business side of corporate America Hollywood wherever you know what I'm saying uh, if they're an athlete doesn't matter we want to be able to have these conversations and of course you know me and Dice we don't hold back we can agree to disagree <laughs> if we're in, in the middle of our conversation we'll, we'll, we'll call something out we ain't just going with whatever don't get it twisted but we still need to have these conversations and need to be able to hear people's uh, perspective on how they see it because just because they come on here today maybe six months from now they see it from a different perspective god reveals something to them they they're, they're able to start diving into their bible a little bit more studying a little bit more to understand maybe something that you know uh god used dice and myself to say uh to them on the interview or something so yeah you never know what god do we gotta leave room for god that's right always leave room for god so i love it if we're talking about kingdom building well obviously we got to keep on building the kingdom so i love how we get to you know introduce people to christ you know and also share share the message like you said focus even ask them the tough questions things that might get their wheels turning and they think hmm, why do i believe what i believe or don't you know so mm-hmm. it's good it's, it's it's all god to your point absolutely 
Listen, uh, go out and be great today, kings and queens. Have a mm-hmm. blessed day. We'll be right back tomorrow morning, Tuesday morning. Wake up, wake up with us. Another exclusive spiritual detox, as well as all oh, this conversation uh, we're going to have tomorrow. You definitely <laughs> want to tap into our Real Talk conversation. Uh, as always, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always your answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. Fixes in. We out. Peace, y'all.